There are some mitzvot that only require action, whereas some require a verbal declaration. Parshas Kisavo, though, features two mitzvot which actually requires both, namely Bikurim and Meiser. The mitzvah of Bikurim, the first fruit that are designated to Hashem, features what is widely referred to by Chazal as Mikra Bikurim, or the declaration of the first fruit. Now, parenthetically, it is sometimes, but far less often, referred to as Vidoi Bikurim, or the admission of the first fruit. Now, this declaration is one of thanksgiving, describing Hashem's hashgacha and providence throughout the Bnei Israel's history, and even this individual farmer's journey up until this point. However, Meiser, which refers to the different tithes to be paid and consumed by various individuals, features a declaration that is wholly referred to as Vidwe Meiser, literally an admission or a confession of the tithes. Now, through this Vidwe, the individual must formally declare that he has adhered to all of the rules of Meiser, that he allotted or consumed the tithes, depending on the specific one, in the appropriate way, and treated the products of those tithes, that Meiser, just as the Torah prescribed. Now, the label Mikra Bikurim is readily easy to understand. It's a recitation or a declaration that accompanies Bikurim. It's quite self-explanatory. However, the title Vidoy Meiser is a bit of an enigma. Vidoy, as we said, is commonly translated as a confession. The obvious problem is that the declaration that accompanies Meiser hardly sounds like a confession. In fact, it sounds like the opposite of a confession. Vidoy Meiser, the way it's written in our Chumash, essentially states that I did everything correctly. I did everything I was supposed to do. I followed halacha to a T. Now, we know that a confession is typically the admission of wrongdoing, that I messed up, that I transgressed, I did an avera, I did not do what was prescribed in the Torah. We might add that if anything, we would argue that the term vidoy far more appropriately describes the declaration by Bikurim, because the expression vidoy, although Yes, it does mean confession. It at least shares a root with the word for thanksgiving, hoda'a, which is exactly what Mikra Bikurim is. And yet the widely accepted term in Chazal is the broader term, Mikra Bikurim, whereas by Meiser, it's referred to as a vidoy. If that's true, then what is the meaning of this vidoy, at least as it pertains to Meiser? Regarding what exactly are we coming clean? And where is the confession in vidoy Meiser? And while we're on the topic of this mysterious Vidoy Meiser, we should also be thinking about the concept of Vidoy in general. After all, we are well into the month of Elul, which is the beginning of the Yemei Hadin, the Days of Judgment, and Vidoy is about to become a regular part of our tefillah really soon. From the beginning of Slichos up until the end of Yom Kippur, we're going to engage in Vidoy regularly, which is a confession of our sins and transgressions. And the question that we have to be thinking about is what exactly the point of Vidoy is. Why do we engage in Vidoy? And to whom are we confessing? Now, presumably, we're confessing to Hashem. Now, granted, if we wronged fellow man, we should rightfully confess to that individual as well. But the formal Vidoy, especially in our davening, is directed to God. And if that's the case, why is Vidoy even necessary? He knows everything. We refer to him in our Yomim Nerayim davening as the Zilchar Kol Nishgachos, remembering all that is otherwise forgotten. Hashem always knows everything. And that means that if we have done everything well, as we claim to have done in Vidoy Meister, then Hashem would know that already. And if we have done anything wrong, any Averis we committed, Hashem would know that as well. So what then is the point of this verbal confession? Now, returning to Vidoy Meister, 
to what, in fact, is one confessing? So the Svarna was bothered by this question. He essentially suggested that the mitzvah of Meiser implicitly confesses to the Avera of our ancestors, namely the tragedy of the Chaita Egel, through which we as a nation were lowered and Sheva Levi was elevated, thus reserving the rights to our Meiser, to our tithe. And surely this would qualify as a confession if that is in fact what is being confessed. However, the difficulty with the suggestion is that the sin of the Chaita Egel is only implicit in the mitzvah at best. And it's completely absent from the text of Vidoe Meiser itself. In fact, the text of Vidoe Meiser features not a single sin. So, in explaining the reasoning for the declaration of Vidoe Meiser, Rashbam suggests alternatively that Hashem has commanded us to engage in this confession to serve really as a, a deterrent, so that a, a person should not think to withhold from paying his tithes. Right, if he knows that he's going to have to make a confession and rate his own performance before God, he's going to make sure that he does everything properly so that he won't have to lie when he stands before Hashem. Right, in a sense, perhaps Vidoy Meiser is really meant to be understood as the avoidance of future confessions of wrongdoing. But if that's true, then why would we call it Vidoy? Why would we call it a confession? But what if Vidoy means something altogether different? And if it does, then what is the true meaning of Vidoy? So Rav Yosef Beresalvejik suggested that Vidwe Meiser is actually the greatest model for confession, as true confession really means to acknowledge what one can do at his best, that one has the potential to do everything correctly. In other words, when we have sinned to God, the greatest indictment is not just the fact that we did wrong, but it's the fact that we could have and were expected to have done better. We should have acted properly. Vidoy Meister declares that we have, in fact, done everything right, and that that is the should-be gold standard for every future performance. When we stand before Hashem on Yom Kippur, dressed in white, having been purged of our Averis, acting like angels, that is the ultimate indictment, that we could be on that level, and yet so regularly we choose not to be. And yet perhaps there is another but related revelation about Vidoy that we can derive from Vidoy Meiser. Earlier, we were bothered why we need to declare a Vidoy in the first place if at the end of the day, God knows everything. Now, Rashbam had suggested that in fact, the declaration of Meiser is primarily an incentive for us, for the individual himself, to assure that he in fact properly fulfills the mitzvah of Meiser. But perhaps our own Vidoy before God is never quite about confessing before God, but that too is really a vidue for us. Indeed, God knows everything we have done, right and wrong. But do we? Are we able to honestly assess ourselves and rate our own performance? Are we able to face that which we have done and admit it if we have done wrong? And that is perhaps the essence of vidue. When we stand before God, we don't shy away from the things that we have done right. We can note our accomplishments from the previous year, but vidoy means to honestly acknowledge the entire picture. Indeed, vidoy does not reveal anything new to God, but it is an honest self-introspection and self-evaluation. 
In fact, like Hoda'a, or thanksgiving, vidui is a personal acknowledgement of what is already plain and obvious before God. Vidui is the state where we remember that we cannot lie to God and should therefore not lie to ourselves. We should be zocha to engage in true and honest vidui, be honest to God and honest to ourselves, reviewing both our successes and our failures. And Hashem should not only accept our vidui, but he should be able to bear testimony to only future successes worthy of Geula, a pure Tahara, and ultimately the coming of Mashiach, the Arab